Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Available every week on BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And on this week's show, we'll be discussing cup victories as we'll be joined by the Peterborough Phantoms, winners of the National Cup last weekend. And we'll be joined by the winners of the South Cup, the Invicta Dynamos. And we'll be joined by the winners of North 2 this season as we'll be joined by the Hull Jets. All of that on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So later in the show we're going to be discussing the league title victory in North 2 for the Hull Jets this past weekend as we'll be joined by their head coach Andy Daintiff and we'll be discussing winning the South Cup final as well as we'll be joined by the Invicta Dynamos head coach Carl Lennon. All of that on this week's show but before all of that let's go to the National Cup final now. Quite a performance by the Phantoms in the first leg a couple of Fridays ago, winning 6-0 in Cambridgeshire. But back in Yorkshire on Friday night, Leeds fought back, scoring six goals of their own. However, Peterborough scored two goals, winning the final overall by eight goals to six. Uh, So commiserations to the Leeds Knights, but a big congratulations to the Peterborough Phantoms. And on Thursday, I caught up with their head coach. It's a welcome back to the show now to Slava Kulikov. Well, Slava, a big thank you for joining us. And first things first, big congratulations, National Cup champions uh, for the 2022-23 season. How does that feel? Yeah, obviously, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, the guys done so well throughout the year and you know, nobody really expected us to fly so high. And it's always nice when a lot of hard work that been put in in the last six months, it, it, it does pay off. So I'm very pleased for, for the players, first of all, because they're the one who who have to do the hard work. And I'm very pleased for, for the fans because they're always there to support us. And obviously, very pleased for the organization to, to have uh, made another piece of history. 
Now, obviously, with uh, a two-legged cup final, you, you want to maximise as much as you can the, the home advantage, and especially when the home advantage is for the the first leg. Uh, but I don't think anyone was expecting a 6-0 victory for yourselves in that first leg. That was an epic performance. I mean, were you expecting a performance like that from your team that evening? I mean, it's very easy to say you expect this because it's happened. No, I didn't. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we have prepared really well. Uh, we obviously two two weeks before that game, we lost heavily to Leeds 9-3 at home. And, and I think it's kind of shook us up a little bit because uh, in January we beat them twice. We struggled in the first part of the season to, to, to find a key. Uh, against Leeds, but uh, we, we thought we did, and then that 9-3 result, uh, it was something for us to look in the mirror and to say what have we've done wrong, what can we do uh, to get it right in the cup final, and I think again, huge respect goes for the players to to understand uh, not just the tactical side of it, the mental side of it, the, you know, there has been so many things we went over in two weeks from that loss towards the cup final, and uh, the simple answer, no, because you don't expect Leeds not to score. You don't expect Leeds to concede six goals and so on and so on. But, uh, yeah, if I have to round it up and it's not just because we won 6-0 and eventually lifted the cup, I think whoever can rewatch this game uh, from every single aspect, it was a perfect game for us. Yeah, the highlights are available uh, on, on the Peterborough Phantoms YouTube channel as well. And, I mean, Slava, where does that rank that Friday night performance in that first leg because it did feel like a special evening when you're watching it on YouTube that, you know, the fans are there, the team are loving it, obviously, and they're enjoying the hockey, you can tell, certainly in the third period. Um, I mean, where, where does that rank in the overall games that you've ever been involved with? Because it, it certainly looks special. Uh, look, it was a special, special evening. Uh, at the same time, it's so difficult to, to try to put the ranking on that game because over the eight season I've been in Peterborough we had we had some really really good games <laughs> we had some bad games as well don't get me wrong but uh, I think I think yeah when you sum it up uh, for the cup final for the first leg the magnitude of it knowing how difficult it's going to be in the second leg yes it is a perfect performance but I definitely wouldn't want to take any anything away from example my first year as a player coach uh, the Coventry semi-final against uh, Telford or there has been a few others as well on our treble winning season and and there has been you know we, we have a really good relationship with MK it's a derby and there has been some really really good games especially around Christmas just in the league so so yeah you don't want to just to say this was the best out of eight years it's difficult to draw the line there but from the point of the cup final first leg result and every single detail of the game, yeah, it was, it's really good. And we were really happy we had a six-goal lead because, as you know, it, it, it went all the way down to the wire. It really did. And uh, we'll, we'll cover off the second leg in a second. But the preparations for the second leg, results-wise, you know, having to play two league games the same weekend as that, as that first leg and, and, and beating the Raiders, beating the Steel Dogs uh, and scoring plenty of goals, you know, you've got that, that momentum there. But then, then the injuries come, don't they? And and the squad problems that you had leading into that second leg. So it must have been a mixed bag preparation-wise heading into the second leg. Definitely. I think from the point of the results, sometimes you go on the roll, you have this momentum. And I think uh, a lot of things are coming off. Um, we were losing in, in London after two periods. And 
and then we had a good third period but as a coach you know certain things were uh, just coming off we, we we probably were not better than london but uh, that uh, uh, momentum or confidence was there and an extra slick pass or a finish and we got over the line and, and then obviously that rolled over into Sunday. We had injury problems before the cup final. Um, you know, we had two fractures and separation on the collarbone and, and, and potential concussion and so on and so on. So then unfortunately on the top of that we we lost <laughs> we lost our first choice goalie, Jordan Ma in London on Saturday and obviously the way he went off the ice you kind of felt this is not going to be a, a couple of day thing you know it's it's it looks like it's going to be a serious injury and it's turned out to be uh, so the, the the following week he was probably the most stressful week of my coaching career knowing that you have a healthy lead and if the team plays the way we played we we have a really good chance but at the same time uh, my philosophy on goaltending, it's a minimum 50% of the team and we know how well Jordan's done for us, not just in a 6-0 win against Leeds. In the semi-final, you go to MK, another very high-scoring team with a lot of high-end British players and imports and we shot them out 1-0 and obviously Jordan played really well. Three games, obviously he didn't play second leg in the final. Two shootouts, he, you know, only conceding three goals in three games in total. It's... Uh, you know we have to we have to praise him here. He's the guy behind it. Obviously, guys had to get it over the line in the final game, so it was difficult knowing that uh, we're not sure who is going to start. Knowing we don't know if those guys who is injured going to play. But again, uh, huge credit to the players for their heroism. Uh, I think I put in my posts after after reflecting on the game after a couple of days. Uh, yeah, it's all down to the character and mental strength when when it's a will. And when it's a buy-in and when it's a team-first attitude, uh, good things do happen. Yeah, and and one player in particular, I was just I was speaking to you off air about this because um, I was reading the match report and, and Callum Hepburn was mentioned, who's obviously you know uh, was a big help, uh, let's say in, in sorting out that that uh, that goalie problem that you had uh, for for that second leg. But I was speaking uh, to Martin Grubb uh, a couple of weeks ago at Solway Sharks, and you know he he was a hero in that in that uh, North Cup final. And and here he is being here in the National Cup final. I mean, quite a performance. I don't know how he did it. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, the difference in the standards, you know, a higher league, it's one thing. But then you have to talk about Leeds. They have uh, three, maybe four elite league players and forwards players, you know, that have elite league release, short release. It's uh, You kind of almost jump in two levels above. Uh, that's just from the point of the technical side, uh, but from the point of the mental side, you speak to him on Wednesday, I can't believe how calm Callum was, and he obviously said he will be ready. He doesn't know the team, he doesn't know any these on tactical plays or how we run our exits, and uh, he arrives two, two and a half hours before the final in Leeds at the rink, we meet him, and obviously, again, huge credit goes to Jordan. Jordan took on the goalie coach role, obviously, because he couldn't play, uh, and they had a few meetings uh, between the goalies, obviously. I was in some of them as well, and uh, just, yeah, huge credit. I don't know, mentally, you step in, new team, new environment, cup final, sellout arena, great hockey team uh, that playing against us, you know they're going to uh, threw a sink at you because obviously when you're six goals behind, there is 
not enough time you want to do it straight away and to be honest i i have rewatched the first three five minutes of the game and um and and he made some i think that yeah it was at least three grade a opportunities that he he obviously stopped all of them i know the team defended in front of him in parts really well but the start of the game the magnitude of uh, the first five minutes uh, he was heroic and those three saves really set the tone for the rest of the game yeah, and in the end, an eight an eight six victory on aggregate, um, and they, Leeds were always going to come at you like that, and that that's that was how important those that first part of the first period was. Really, it was it was always going to be a, a wave like that. Um, and, and Callum's got another medal in his <laughs> to, to go with his other others that he's got this season at Solway. Um, I mean, just touching upon the scenes after as well, uh, we're, we're heading towards uh, the playoffs now. Obviously, with the injury concerns and that, is there a bit of exhaustion, but also a bit of um, of a springboard, as much of a springboard as you can get after after the events at the weekend? I mean, how, how do you shape up as we head towards the last couple of games in the regular season and then heading into the playoffs? Uh, look, it could go either way, isn't it? You can talk about the exhaustion, you can talk about the uh, positivity, the momentum. We, we've been in this situation on the wrong side of it, if you can say that last year of EPL when we lost the cup final on eighth penalty shot and then we as much as we had a good team we couldn't get through to Coventry because mentally uh, we lost it we didn't know how to reset some of it is my fault as a coach as a young coach and then reverse this to MK who beat us in the penalty shootout three weeks later they were lifting a trophy in Coventry the team that obviously is a very good team but they struggled to get the momentum up to that final, up to that win, up to that first trophy. And then they literally walk through the whole of the playoffs. So a lot of things can happen. We we obviously hoping that Jordan will return to the ice. We don't know yet. We, it's too early to say. So the team will have to do maybe a week, another two weeks, maybe all the way to Coventry before we get him back. Uh, we, we, we know there is a couple of guys that play in the final, potentially end-of-season injuries, and we might not see him again. You know, you can rush after operation, somebody like Duncan, and there is another guy who, who potentially won't be playing. But we have enough depth. We have a lot of positivity after winning this trophy, uh, as it proved in the final, a lot of determination. And uh, we will do everything we can to make it to Coventry and every player who can come back between now and each game that we play, we're only going to make our team stronger. Yeah, and uh, obviously as well, you're third at the moment. If results go a certain way this weekend, you can actually finish second as well. Uh, but but a top three finish, regardless of of where you, uh, whether that's second or third, that's it's it's a pretty good season, isn't it? In, in all fairness, a, a, a cup victory and a top three finish that's that's brilliant stuff, isn't it? I think first of all, we have to we have to give a lot of credit to Leeds because I think for four regulation losses in the season, I'm not too sure about the percentage. Uh, we, we we know that if you pick up between 74 to 77% of the points in the league, you're almost guaranteed winning the title. I think we're at 77 and we're third in the league. Uh, uh, Leeds must be close to 90% if, uh, if not the high 80s. So again, huge credit have to go to Leeds first for pushing every single team in the league and especially ourselves and MK to get that far, you know, to get 40 wins with with two games to go. Like I said, you should be there or thereabouts lifting a trophy in the league, but we are 10 points behind Leeds. So 
first of all, again, credit to Leeds, magnificent team, magnificent players, magnificent coach and well-deserved title. Uh, for us, it's about making sure that everybody, including, again, fans, players and the management, understand that the, the, the achievement, I know there is no medal for a second or third place, but being been in that park all most most of the year maybe first couple of weeks we were not but probably from october uh, onwards we we were close in those top three who is kind of maybe build a little bit of a gap at the top on the rest of the league so huge huge achievement by the players and we just need to finish off those two games on a high and get ready for the players and, and last question Slava. Uh, how, how much are you looking forward to the remainder of the season now I think this week, from this week onwards, obviously you totally regroup. Now you have to put the glory behind because uh, there is obviously an important part of the season ahead of you. I think uh, I am very confident, especially knowing now we we got the trophy. Uh, if we don't talk about will we have a full team, will we have Marzi back, uh, I think we'll have a very, very good chance. I think the team, uh, overall as a team, as a group of guys, proved over and over again, short or not short, we can still win games and beat everyone. But at the same time, we cannot get too complacent, too confident, because uh, uh, play of games, that's when everybody raises their games, you know. And uh, some teams, like us last year, we were bottom in January, uh, 1st of January, bottom of the league, finished the season in sixth place and lost in Coventry 6-5 in the semi-final and won the playoff group. So uh, a lot of things can happen, totally different game. And obviously it's only over two games to make it to Coventry. But we will do our best uh, with a high confidence uh, to make sure we get to Coventry. Well, Slava Kulikov, head coach of the Peterborough Phantoms. A big congratulations uh, on that National Cup victory uh, this past weekend. Uh, A big good luck in the playoffs and a big thank you for joining us on this week's show. Catch up very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Slava Kulikov there, head coach of the Peterborough Phantoms, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And a big congratulations to Peterborough. Uh, Commiserations to Leeds, but also congratulations to Leeds last weekend. They got their hands on the league trophy and uh, a phenomenal season, as Slava uh, mentioned there. Phenomenal season by the Leeds Knights. Uh, And on next week's show, as we head towards the playoffs in the National League, uh, we will be catching up with Leeds ahead of the playoffs. Uh, but speaking of cup victories, let's go to the South Cup now. And uh, last weekend, Invicta Dynamos were victorious over Chelmsford, winning on aggregate over two legs by nine goals to four. Phenomenal evening on Saturday in Gillingham, 6-3 in the first leg and then away from home on the Sunday, a 3-1 victory for Invicta. Uh, so commiserations to Chelmsford, but a big congratulations to Invicta and let's hear more now on this success this past weekend and on Thursday I caught up with their head coach it's a welcome back to the show now to Carl Lennon. Well Carl a big thank you for joining us and first of his first big congratulations on that cup success I mean how was it? Yeah it was um, it was pretty insane if I'm honest um, for me of course uh, the overriding feeling is pride you know proud of what we've achieved uh, as a club and as a as a group, um, they're a special bunch of of lads, and that they they really have conducted themselves well from the start of the season until now. And you know, I think rightfully got a reward on the weekend that they deserved. So I was I was dead proud. Um, the the games themselves were were quite fiercely competed, and I, I think really you know there was there was not much between the two teams throughout both games. 
Um, what was really special was the atmosphere at both. You know, both were pretty much sellout crowds. I mean, we had I think about 1,100 people in in our rink on on Saturday night for the first leg, and although it started a little bit cagey and a little bit tentative on our part, and we sort of went back and forth for the first two periods. The third period, we sort of, I think, really showed some of our class and, and took a, a three-goal lead into the, the following night. And um, and then, obviously, we were able to get the job done on Sunday in their rink, and it was special because we had, I don't know, maybe 150, 200 fans from, from our side in their building, which was great, and the fans you know, stayed long after celebrating with us, so we, we were dead happy about that. Yeah, I mean, if we go back to, to the Saturday night and you mentioned the crowd at Gillingham, um, mm. the video is available now on, on the Invicta uh, YouTube channel. But um, wow, they're, they're everywhere. There's fans all over the place, isn't there, across that, that arena um, and, and such a brilliant atmosphere as well. Yeah, it was it was incredible. I mean, I was very fortunate to play in a, a very successful period in the club's history. And, and those nights did happen when I played there, but, you know, they don't always happen, you know. We sort of almost took it for granted back then that we'd get big turnouts for big finals and stuff. And it's been a long while, I think, speaking to Kevin and Sarah, the owners, as to when we actually had seen something like that in, in more recent times. And, uh, and so, yeah, to have that many people was incredible. You know, it was maybe three deep standing behind the goals either end. And when the first goal went in on, on Saturday, it was just like electric. I mean, the roar was incredible. And that's what that place can do. I know it's a, an, an old building. Uh, I mean, I grew up playing hockey there, so I have particularly fond memories of it and, and will hopefully continue to do that. But it's special on a game night. All of the fans are on sort of top of the ice level. So it just has this sort of extra added um, feeling to it. And uh, the boys certainly fed from that. And, and I did say to them between the second and third period, you know, that we were tied to all at the time. This is an opportunity to, to win a game in front of this many people at home. And, and the majority of those are completely behind you. So why not take that? take that opportunity and they they did and it was just special i mean there were people queuing up outside for you know an hour or so before the game in the car park it was like it's like queuing for a disney ride almost to get to get in so i was i was yeah i was dead dead happy with the turnout and overwhelmed really because the support we got and have had all season has been incredible and and you mentioned the, the scoreline there in the second period when, you know, Chelsea got it to back to 2-2. The pressure was on at that point, wasn't it? And, you know, that, that third goal from Owen Dell is, is a figure of beauty, isn't it? Yeah, no, it was outstanding. Um, it, it, it just sort of settled the nerves for us, I think, probably. Because, again, you play in front of a big crowd like that and, and of course, there's sort of a bit of hesitation. You don't want to mess up that many people watching, of course, as well. But a lot of the guys had their families in the crowd too and they want to do well in front of them as well. And and so that just adds to the sort of and heightens the experience. And for me, um, I felt like we were a little bit tentative in the first two. And I said, you know, look, you, you get like these opportunities happen so rarely through the course of a season. Why, why not just go for it? Just enjoy the occasion and make the most of it. And, and Owen's goal was fantastic. And then they were followed by, you know, a flurry of other ones afterwards, which we, we were really over the moon with and finished that game really strongly and gave ourselves a good chance. And that's ultimately what we had to do on that first night is just give ourselves a chance for the second game. Yeah, 6-3, the final score on that first leg and, and certainly a springboard. And, and when you get to the the end of that match, it's like a, the momentum's on your side. But easier said than done with the away leg. But like you say, you know, that, that home crowd you had on Saturday, 
there was certainly a good vocal away crowd on on Sunday as well, wasn't there? Yeah, they were they were insane. <laughs> like, I mean, again, they sit right beside us in the rink. There, the the, the away fans are literally beside the the, the away bench, and um, so you could you know you could just feel it walking through them as you're going to the bench. And we knew by by no way was the job done, and that it was uh, over. A bad period could see you back level on score. So for me, it was all about making sure that we used the atmosphere that those fans created and, and of course that the boys you know the effort they put in to manage that game make sure that we were solid and I, I said to them on 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 Sunday before the game that if if we could win one or two periods we put ourselves in a great position to win the cup that's all we needed to do we didn't even need to win three we just needed to win one or two and that would be enough and we did that and we got the final period as a win but we we tied the the first and second and and that was that was perfect it was it was really well executed we were very solid defensively and we took our chances on the counter-attack which was which was great and um you know, it was just a very memorable evening for for all of us that were involved. Yeah, and uh, a three-one away leg win and nine-four uh, an aggregate, not not bad at all. So big congratulations, Cal. And the last time Thank we had you, you on, um, we were talking about you know that that period when you were a player and uh, the, you know how how successful that was for for Invicta and and here you are as as a head coach now in your first season and silverware uh, back at the mm-hmm. club. I mean, how what does it mean for everyone involved at Invicta? What, what's happened this past weekend? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's overwhelming. I mean, because we've worked really hard. I mean, the, the the rewards don't come without hard work, and everybody from top to bottom. And I mean, you know, Kevin and Sarah, the owners, myself, of course, I've worked very hard this season. My family around me, my wife and my kids have supported us constantly, day in day out. The backroom team, you know, uh, Rats and Ryder, and you know, old club legends helping Chardy and and Baxter behind the scenes my brother as well too they've all had their small little part to play and and help us and then of course the boys they've worked tirelessly and so I think the overwhelming feeling was just pride and 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 I was very very happy for them because I was lucky to have a, a good hockey playing career and something that I still can look back fondly upon and and I said to them you know it's their opportunity to make their own little piece of history um, the club has won 19 trophies in its 25 years and it's our, our 25th year anniversary this year. And so I said, why not do a 20th trophy? You know, like really sort of seal it off in a nice in a nice way. And they did exactly that. And and like I said, it's come from, from hard work and the commitment that they've put into what we wanted to do with this club. And, uh, you know, what was great for me on the weekend in particular was that a lot of the young players that we brought in this year, you know, they excelled and they shone on the biggest occasion. I think Owen Dale scored three goals across the weekend. Owen Ryder was outstanding in goal. Um, you know, young players throughout the team were playing. It was it was it was really good and and added to that the, the experience and quality of the rest of the guys, you know, Husker scoring three across the weekend and Stano Laschek really, you know, supporting the team well too. Rich Harris scoring. I mean like everybody contributed in a huge huge way and I was I was so so happy for all of them and they didn't shy away on the big occasion well like I said a big congratulations on that cup success and also we should say uh, a top four finish 
when we when we talk about uh, the the end of the regular season and uh, congratulations on that front because the club's not had a top four finish in a few years now so I mean that that's uh, a development right there as well and obviously that takes us to the playoffs and and funnily enough in the quarterfinals who've you got Chelmsford. <laughs> so what's, yeah. what's your thoughts on that this week and this double header with Chelmsford again? Yeah, I mean, of course, I'm sure they'll be out for revenge. There's no question of that. And uh, for us, it's an opportunity, again, to get another milestone achieved in the season. We want to get to the playoff weekend, like like all the clubs in our division. And so they're the, the obstacle that we're presented with. Um, I think we probably know more as teams about each other than than any. We've, it will be the 10th time we play each other this Sunday. So there's a um, deep rivalry, I guess, between the two teams and, and we've got to be at our best again to, to get there. The good thing is we know we can do it and we have confidence in the performances we've put up against them this year. But again, I said it before the final, we can't take complacency from those performances. We have to treat every game as, as it's presented to us. And so we go there Saturday and we'll have a tough fixture, no doubt. And then Sunday back to our rink and it'll be the same all over again. So the prize again is huge and, and we will do everything we can to get to that, that finals weekend. And uh, just to touch upon the second leg, it is going to be at Gillingham uh, on, on the <laughs> Sunday um, with the potential for that playoff weekend in Milton Keynes uh, coming up as well. That crowd that we spoke about earlier from Saturday night, you're going to need them back again, aren't you, on Sunday, certainly to, to cheer you on over the line potentially. So how important are they going to be? Uh, and what's your message to that Gillingham crowd as you head towards the second leg on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, it's massive. They're, they're massive every week, um, regardless of who we're playing. They're, they're always giving us this huge energy to, to perform better. And one of the big objectives that we had was really to get the fans to love our team again. And... Um, I think we've we've gotten closer to our fans, and and I I, I've, I think I've said it to you guys before is that you know I take pride not just in the, the performances on the ice, but also how how the players interact with those fans around the rink after games in the bar, and it's it's special. Um, there's a, a there's a unique bond that's been created in this last season, and that's only just been sort of amplified, I guess, by the performances this weekend just gone. I mean, they hung around for what seemed like an eternity after the game on Sunday, celebrating with the boys, having pictures with them all. It was, it was, it was very, very cool. And, and that for us is, is vital for us to be successful because if we're not doing it with, with fans behind us, then why are we doing it? And, and I, I, they're equally as important a part of, of what we're doing as, as any player, any coach, anybody in the, in, in the club. And um, we, we love it and we love the support they give us. It's completely unconditional. If we've had a bad game, they don't get on our backs. And if we've had a good game, equally, they, they, they give us the encouragement and support. We need to continue that on. So I'm, I'm uh, dead proud of that. And hopefully on Sunday night, they'll be there in full voice as they always are. Well, Carl Lennon, head coach of the Invicta Dynamos. Like I said earlier, big congratulations uh, on winning the South Cup this past week and uh, all the best for the playoffs and uh, catch up very soon. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. It's good to speak. Carl Lennon there, head coach of Invicta Dynamos, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And a big good luck to everyone in the playoffs in South 1 this weekend as uh, the two legs in the quarterfinals will be taking place and uh, the playoff semi-finals, whoever progresses, will be happening next weekend in Milton Keynes. Big good luck, one and all. Now, let's go 
finally for this week's show to North 2 and uh, an epic title race this season between the Hull Jets and the Telford Tigers came to a head on Saturday as the top two went head-to-head and Hull Jets were victorious by seven goals to three, crowning the Yorkshire side as league champions this season. And for more on this achievement now, on Thursday, I caught up with the head coach at the Jets. It's a welcome back to the show to Andy Dainsif. Well, Andy, a big thank you for joining us and a big congratulations on securing the league title last weekend. We had that epic game with Telford on, on Saturday and uh, a magnificent result and achievement for your side. I mean, how was your night? Just fantastic, really. It was, um, we, we, we've played really well all season. Um, we, we've got a really, really good squad in Hull. But the, our training sessions, our, just the way we've set things up, a big, big applause to my, my other coach, uh, Roddy, Mike Roddy. He plays a massive part in this season. And then uh, my, my wife, Sam, she's the manager. And then obviously the committee, they've, they've all, everybody stuck to us and, and helped us out as um, through the full season. And then the players have just bought into everything that we want to deliver. And it's it's just down to everybody, just back, this huge buying that we've had um, and once again after last year. You know, we had a successful year last year. Um, but this year, obviously, we won the league, which is even better. It's another step forward. But no, Saturday night was a was a special night, Paul. Was a very special night. No, congratulations! And uh, obviously, heading into this game, yourselves yeah. and, and Telford Tigers have been top two all the way through this. And I can't remember if the last time we spoke, I, I might have even mentioned this weekend on the horizon and stuff like that. But to yeah. prepare for a game like this, where there's so much riding on it, because Telford, you know, with back-to-back wins this past weekend, could have won the league. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, how do you prepare for a weekend like you've just had? Um, it all goes down to preparation beforehand, like I said before. Just going through the, the minute things uh, before the games, chatting to players, and then just not getting anybody to panic. No need to panic. If it happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. You know, if you can have a good day, you can have a bad day. But I think it's just it's just the preparation beforehand. Uh, and as I say, the preparation has been fantastic all this season. We had a massive crowd there on, on Saturday night again. I think there was about 600 people there. We've been having some really good crowds at Hull. Even when the Seahawks were around, um, and then obviously the Seahawks have come this season, uh, we've still kept a really good core of uh, fans. And they played a massive part too. And it was really nice at the end of the game. Um, a lot of people stayed behind to have pictures of the trophy and stuff. So it was a really special night for everybody. Um, and especially for Hull, because we've got some really, really good players in the Hull. Really, really good players in the Hull. Um, but no, it's uh, it's all the preparation, but it's just not to panic. And that's all we kept saying to them. Don't panic, just play full 60. And let's see how we go. We're going to make mistakes, but mistakes can always happen. But let's just rectify them in the next shift. And, you know, you can't, you cannot um, start shouting and bawling and stuff when things go wrong because people just panic even more. And to be honest, the lads didn't panic at all on Saturday night. It was uh, it was really good to watch. Well, as I said, a big congratulations on, on securing the league title and uh, commiserations to Telford. Well, Telford, are, Telford are a great side. Um, they've produced another quality side. They've got great players. They're a side that can turn anybody over, and we knew that. Um, they've, got, they've had a few injuries, which I think a lot of teams had at this moment in time. But um, they've got a good uni system coming behind, like the same as us. So it's two big clubs, and they've got the same sort of mindset of juniors coming through with seniors. So it bodes well for the for the future for both clubs, I think. 
Yes, absolutely. And um, that takes us to the playoffs then, uh, because uh, we had Olchigam on uh, last week. Uh, we had Sutton on uh, the week earlier. Um, mm-hmm. These playoffs uh, semi-finals this weekend at Widnes, Hull taking on Olchigam, the four fifteen face-off. Um, what's your thoughts on, on this one? Because now you've won the league, mm. the trick is to carry that momentum into the playoffs, but easier said than done. It's just exactly the same as what we've done before, Paul. It's just it's it's just business as normal, um, and not to panic. That's it. That's all. It, it's all about. Don't just make the make the good players, make the, the the you know the normal players. Don't extend your shifts. Don't do anything stupid, and you'll reap the benefits. Um, and that's all it's about. And it's just obviously just instill it into the guys again before we start. You know, just the basics that we've always gone through all the all the way through the season, and the do's and don'ts. You see how the game goes. All team are a good side. They're, they've got some really good players. You know, Sam Dunford, he's a he's a quality player. He can he can just turn up and rip teams apart on the night. So everybody has to turn up. We're obviously we're going with our four lines that we've played virtually all the way through the I think we have we played it all the way through the season. And we'll just go at teams and you just gotta get the guys hungry again and the passion. I don't think that's ever going doubt to be honest. And um, we just gotta make sure it's there at hundred percent and everybody go plays a full sixty. And the remarkable thing is, uh, for, for everyone at Hull and yourself, Andy, is the fact that, you know, it's not just the playoffs, is it? There's also the, the cup final. Yeah. Funnily enough, dear listeners, is against Telford. Um, this is this is a busy period, isn't it? A busy spell towards the end it's, of the season. Uh, it, it's very, very busy, mate. It's um, And, you know, it's, like me and Roddy were saying, you know, constantly playing Telford at the moment um, because, obviously, we played them just a, a week before that anyway, but in the, in the actual league campaign. So it's, it's just full on. It's, you know the seasons the season doesn't end and you know when it does it's really relaxed time but Telford as I say Telford are another good side they're, they're a very good side Sutton are a very good side they've got a lot of weaponry so it's going to be a really really good weekend uh, as I say it's the top four teams and they've all deserved to be there and um, just to, you know hopefully we can uh, do the business again and, and without you know giving too much of the game plan away or anything like that Andy I mean how how do you prepare for you know a weekend where you've just had essentially a title decider. Then mm. you've got this coming weekend where you've got the playoff semi-final first there. And then if, you, if you're if successful in that, the next day, a final. And then the week mm. after that, you've got a, a first leg in a cup final. And then the, the week after that, uh, uh, the second leg in that same cup final. I mean, to prepare for all this, that that sh- that shows great commitment from from everyone involved. Yeah, as I say, mate, we we train on a we train on a Monday and Wednesday, and we always get commitment from the guys. Uh, the as I say, it's the big buying that we have. Um, obviously, it just doesn't stop with the players; it goes from the coaches to obviously the the uh, the, the manager. You know, she's she's working behind the scenes, um, make sure everything's ready for us when when we go. Uh, preparation of all the game sheets and also it's just it's just endless it's really is endless but um as i say your preparation is key to anything but it's just the basics in stuff like this it's just the basics because you've you've you've, oh, you've gone all the way through the season uh through your systems and stuff like this um we have a lot of video sessions we do video sessions every week and uh, mike does a, a video session with the players of do's and don'ts and um, we've obviously got Instat, which is it's massive for us because obviously Instat's a, a thing for when all the players get the shifts. It shows them whether whether doing the correct things, where they haven't done the correct things. It, you know, the camera never lies. So all these little tools just aid for a good season. Um, and everybody's learning all the time. You're always learning with different players, different scenarios, different face-offs, uh, different forechecks. All, all everything, everything changes. You know, game in, game out. And we have our A and B and C plans that we come up with. And we, we discuss it with the coaches, we discuss it. We just have to plan. 
you know, something doesn't go right, let's go to another plan, let's go to another plan and see if we can rectify it. But, you know, touch wood, it's going to be another great weekend and, you know, good luck to all the teams that participate in it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a great spectacle, as was the game on Saturday. It was a great advertisement for, for Div 2, really, because Div 2 is a very good standard. It's a very, very good standard. Uh, when we were streaming the game, there was quite a few people watching the stream, so it only bodes well for this season and next season. So, But as I said, Div 2's got some great players, got some great teams, and any team, any night can win. So you have to turn up. You have to turn up and deliver. And just thinking about next season as well, because I remember the last time we spoke, we were touching upon, um, you know, the, the pathways at Hull and just the you know the number of young players who, who are experiencing you know a, a season like this uh, at the Jets it, it certainly does bode very well for the future I mean they're learning all the time aren't they and th- this has been a good season thus far but they just need to go a couple more times as I say we've got um, we've got a junior system in Hull called the Sharks um, we've got teams a array of teams right through the junior system I like to make sure that all players get as much ice time as they can um, they play the next level up and then that obviously goes to this season here. We've had a few that have obviously gone to the Seahawks, like Owen Bruton and Alex Ken and uh, Dick Jones. Uh, they all went, they're all with the Seahawks this, this year. That's their pathway. And then the next next load of players comes through. You know, this year we've had, we have about six or seven kids training up, um, even more, somebody who was in more last night. But then then kids get the, the chance, obviously, to up to a, an age group where they can actually play. They get the chance, uh, like my son, Mav, um, they all got the chance this year. Jensen Hardy, they've all been given the chance. Cohen Taylor, he's Sean. Um, and it'll just get, it'll just carry on. That's what we like to do in Hull. We like to put them through to the next level and just chuck them in and see how they do. And then that's what you do you find tweaks for them. And they're always learning. Um, but the, the, the kids never get want to get off the ice. That's the problem. Uh, they just want to be on the ice all the time, which is great to see. Um, so our system's running really, really well. And I'm really proud of the people that are there, our coaches and especially our committee because we, it's not just the coaches and managers, it's the committee in the background that obviously with finances and stuff like this. So it all has to all has to work out with the books and stuff. But as I say, it's a, it's a great system and it'll carry on getting great. We've produced loads of kids coming out of the system and we'll carry on doing the same. No, great stuff. And uh, just a, a last uh, question, Andy, uh, as we've mentioned in this uh, interview, um, you might have won the league title, but there's there's more <laughs> potential silverware. Yeah. But it's it's going to be a tough close to the season, so um, daunting. But how much are you looking forward to this challenge, and, and what's oh, possible yeah. at the Jets? Anything's possible. The, the, this group that we've got, the season's just been brilliant. It'll carry on being great. We, I love situations like this. These are what you want to play for. These one you, you want to coach. Uh, you want to be in scenarios like this because it's you know anything can change. That's how you become a better coach. That's how you, you know, you learn things. Um, this is why I like situations like this, and I know Mike does. But the guys, we've got a great core here, and as I say, if we play the way we can play, you know, hopefully we can take all three. But it is what it is. Whoever turns up on the day, mate, it's, it, it, you know, the best team on the day will win, and that's how it goes. You know, you could have a, you could have a bad game, you could have a great game, but it's just as I say, get the guys there, get them on the ice. And let's see how we go. But it's uh, it's always exciting times. Ice hockey is the great best sport around, pal. There's excitement all the time. So there's no worries from my score. Well, Andy Dative, uh, head coach of the Hull Jets. Um, 
Big congratulations on, on securing the league title last weekend. A big good luck, not just to yourselves, but to Telford and Sutton and Altrincham as well uh, in, the, in the playoffs this weekend at Widnes. And uh, a big good luck in this uh, closing month of the season. And a uh, big thank you for joining us. Anytime, pal. You take care of yourself. It's great to talk to us normal. Andy Dative, their head coach of the Hull Jets, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And a big good luck to Hull, Altrincham, Telford and Sutton in the playoffs this weekend at Widnes. But that's it for this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I'm Ben, and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.